0: Welcome to Mythology Breakdown, the podcast where two people who know nothing about mythology teach you about mythology. Yeah. We also talk about folklore, legends, and other stories from around the world. Um, we are doing something new today. We have a couple of big announcements today. I think we'll save some of them for the end. But um, first, we now have video. Yes. We will be releasing things on um, my YouTube channel, which will slowly become our YouTube channel. Um, mythology breakdown, and there you will be able to see our beautiful faces. That's pretty exciting. Yep. <laughs> um, so we're going to go back to some Greek roots today. We're going to be talking about um, a couple more of the gods. We're going to go into some more details. I'm really excited for the ones that I have today.
1: Who are you talking about?
0: I'm talking about Chi and Apollo. Okay. And who are you talking about? Today?
1: I'm talking about Ares and Hephaestus. Yes.
0: So, I am so excited to get started. Um, Tony, do you have any trigger warnings for your topics today?
1: Uh... mm, um, Not really. Um, Of course, the regular incest-type stuff, because technically Ares and his lover were children of Zeus. But that's about it for me. Yeah, I I
0: don't really have anything today either. We've got some mellow... Melodads today.
1: Yeah, surprisingly.
0: Um, and then another trick warning. Tr- trigger. Trigger warning. Trigger. Thank, Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, I have a tick disorder, and um, I'm especially gonna warn our video watchers because I do more um physical ticks than I do vocal ticks. So, um, if you're sensitive to ticks, I just ask that you please be mm. cautious when you listen, watch, you know, whatever. I don't want to trigger anyone. So I'm gonna gonna start it today with Tai Chi, and I'm so excited for her. I knew nothing. I knew nothing about her. Oh boy. Yeah, I knew absolutely nothing. In fact, I thought her name was pronounced Taiki until yesterday when we recorded a special episode that has to do with our announcement later on. Um when we learned out that it was actually Tai Chi. Yeah. So let's start out. So Tai Chi which is spelled T Y C H E is also written Tai, Tai Chi as in T Y K H E, but it's pronounced Tai Chi, like the martial arts, <laughs> which I found so funny because I mean the T Y K H E spelling sounds like it, sh- it looks like it should be Tai Chi. Right. I'm just saying. Um, she was res- she represented the ups and downs of chance, fate, and fortune. So not only was she the good so she could give someone extreme fortune, she could also bring someone extremely bad fortune. And um in the in her Roman equivalent Fortuna, they only see the good side of her. They don't ever focus on the bad side, which is very interesting. It's one of those differences between Greek and Roman that we have to talk about. Right. Too much. Um she Her, like, role in Greek society was she was the explanation for the weird, unexpected events that would happen in people's life. Someone poor randomly gets a bunch of money. That was Tai Chi getting his back.
1: Um, Tai Chi, why? Why? Did I say Tai Chi? No, you said said Tai Chi, but I've bought so many lottery tickets. (laughs) What the hell, man?
0: Well, I mean, it could also go the other way. An extremely wealthy man could get into a horrible accident and lose all of his money. That would also be Tai Chi's fault. Um, So, I mean, it's give or take. So, I I don't think you want to curse Mm -hmm. Tai Chi too much. There's actually, and I'll talk about, I I mentioned this a little bit later, but did you ever read Aesop's Fables? No. No?
1: Nope.
0: Oh my gosh, I read them all the time when I was a kid.
1: I don't read.
0: But they're kids' stories. (laughs) They're kids' stories. I... Okay. Well, Aesop's fables, if you don't know, they're kids' stories that tend to have a moral or a meaning. So, like, the boy who cried wolf. Hmm. So, um, you know, the boy cried wolf so many times that he stopped, that the people stopped believing him, and then he actually, the wolf did come and get him.
1: Oh, well, yeah. I knew that, So that's but... a,
0: that's an example of an Aesop fable. Okay. Um, mm. I don't know if that's an actual one, but that's the same kind of idea. Okay. Um, but Tai Chi was actually a really common entity in these fables. Hmm. So, I mean, there was multiple stories of people bragging about their wealth until Tai Chi punished them for not praising her when they were doing good and then cursing her when she was, when they did bad. Huh. That's actually so, cool. I mean, it's, it's very interesting and I feel like it also has to do with like, you know, people's relationship with other godly beings. Yeah. You know, they're quick to uh quick to judge but not, you know, quick to praise. So it's very interesting that thought. Um So, Chi is the daughter of Tethys and or and Oceanus, who are Titans. And there are also some stories like the one I'll be telling later where she is the daughter of Zeus. Okay. Um yeah, she's one of another one of Zeus's uh illegitimate children in some, some stories. Yeah. <laughs> um, her main place of worship was in Athens, but she also had large worship followings in Argos and Thebes. Okay. Um, she had many faces and names. So she had many different symbols that would go along with her, and all of them kind of had different meanings behind them. Right. The other most common name that we use for Tai Chi is... What'd you just do?
1: I turned that off. Oh. <laughs> it's my uh, My Rick and Morty thing.
0: It's a little desk ornament, but yeah. I didn't realize he had turned it off.
1: Yeah, I turned it off so you could put your notes up.
0: Oh, thank you.
1: So Sorry. Then, so then that way you weren't like... Your eyes, Morty. um Okay, yeah,
0: no, this is a lot better. Thank you. I welcome. hate not being able to look at you beautiful faces.
1: You're welcome. Your beautiful face. Your
0: beautiful face. Um. You're the so one that did
1: your makeup before. I did.
0: <laughs> um. My my lipstick matches my hair today.
1: Oh my lord. <laughs>
0: so um, one of her main other name is, Eutychia, or Eudica.
1: Eutychia.
0: You teach ya. you teaching you, teach you
1: teaching me and y- yeah.
0: Okay, um, sorry, I just had a bad bad tick. Um, so this Uticia, which I'm gonna go with, that's pronunciation I'm gonna go with. She's the goddess of prosperity, success, and good fortune. So she was the embodiment of all things good about Tai Chi.
1: Okay. Um.
0: The most common statues of Tai Chi had wings, a staff, and a crown. And in my notes, I literally wrote, damn girl.
1: <laughs> damn <laughs> girl? Her,
0: her statues, which, I mean, if Tony can figure out how to put pictures onto this YouTube video, we'll include a picture. But, like... I'll figure it her out. Her statues are really cool. Um, so, a couple of the symbols and what they mean are the wheels, which symbol that she was directing events... You okay?
1: Yeah, I'm tired.
0: you
1: okay. <laughs> We um, woke up and we started recording.
0: So, Wheels means that she was directing events. Um, the Horn of Plenty, you know what I'm talking about? You know what the Horn of Plenty is?
1: I think I've heard it before.
0: So, the Horn of Plenty, and we'll go into this more because it actually plays a role in other stories, um, especially in the story of... Oh, it's one of Her- Heracles' um, tasks, I believe has to do with the horn of plenty but i like a cornucopia you know what a cornucopia is? i know what
1: is it zo- i know what a cornucopia is so a
0: cornucopia i mean it has all of this the thanksgiving thing with all the stuff stuffed inside of it
1: oh i thought the cornucopia was from uh the hunger games oh my gosh like that you know big I mean? metal thing in the middle of the <laughs> arena <laughs> i'm playing
0: <laughs> um but the horn of plenty but like a cornucopia but you any you blow into it and anything would come out okay So, like, feasts and, you know, water and anything that you needed. It could also produce, like, weapons to defeat monsters and stuff. It's actually used in, um, and you're gonna think that I'm so childish for this, but Rick Riordan's Heroes of Olympus series, they actually do use, um, A Horn of Plenty. Um, but that meant that she was a giver of abundant prosperity and wealth. So that means that she was being very prosperous at that time. Right. Um, a ball signified that unstable fortune was headed their way. So things could either go really good or really bad, like a ball moves. Right. Um, and that's like that's one of the symbols that is not seen in Roman um, statues and mythology, hmm. because she's only good, so she wouldn't be an either or kind of thing. Right. Um, and then the last one, the last main one is a blindfold with items in her hand, and that signified risk and uncertainty, and that made me think of, what, is is it Lady Justice with the blindfold and then the two things in her hand? Yeah. All right, well, after that weird little cut, um, that we had to do, um, because I had to go with the dog in, and then Tony triggered a new tick that I'm not gonna explain because it's really bad. Oh, no. Um... As I was saying, Fortuna actually had a larger presence in Rome than um, Taichi had in Greece. Okay. So it's a kind of a Kronos situation, because Kronos was way bigger in Rome than he was in Greece. Right. So this is another one of those instances. Hmm. Um, in Greece, she was often depicted alongside Nemesis, who I'm super excited to talk about. Right. Nemesis' name is pretty much self-explanatory. She is the goddess of retribution. Oof. Yeah. Um, they were always close partners across Greece. I mean, good fortune could always be followed by some retribution for that good fortune. All right. Yeah. Um, she's sometimes associated with the Virgo constellation. You know, the, the stars with the.
1: Yes. No, I, I know. I don't know what
0: it. the Virgo constellation looks like, but she's often the You know, with
1: I'm going to throw up a picture of the Virgo constellation. There we go. It's there fine. we go.
0: Um,. And she works very closely with the moray, or the fates. So she worked alongside, um, as people were born, she would work alongside with them and be like, oh, this is how their life is going to play out in this fortunate thing, or this <laughs> unfortunate thing. So yeah, she had a pretty big role in, you know, the the backside of Greek, Greek life. Right. She wasn't necessarily in the forefront like Zeus, but I mean, I feel like she played a pretty important role.
1: Yeah, no, that seems like it would be... Uh, pretty over the top and that kind of stuff as well.
0: So, I decided that I'm going to tell a story. Oh, boy. And I'm really excited about this story. Oh,
1: Lord. It's a long story.
0: It's just over a page. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, this is the legend of Taichi. And this is as told as if she was a daughter of Zeus, not a daughter of Oceanus and... Mm. What was that other name that I said?
1: It's the other one. Tethrys or
0: something like that. Tethys. Some,
1: something like that, yeah. Testes. Also, I lost my ring. Oh, I don't know where it is. did you
0: put it back on after you took a shower? Yeah. We'll find it.
1: Yeah. It's <laughs> probably somewhere on the bed.
0: Okay. All right. Settle in. Get some popcorn. Taichi was born to Zeus and had greatly gained his favor. He brought her to Olympus and commanded everyone to teach her skills. Taught her to run faster than anyone, and she could run faster than any creature, god, or person. Damn. Yeah. Demeter taught her crops and fruit, and Taichi could soon recognize every grain with speed and accuracy. She knew every tree, she knew every plant, she knew how to harvest, like she became a master of the crops and plants and fields of the world. Hmm. Zeus did not ask Hera to participate because we all know how Hera is
1: yeah
0: um and she refused to have any part of Tai Chi's life as per usual. um when Tai Chi was 15 Hera banned all illegitimate children from Olympus dang so any illegitimate children had to leave Olympus right but Zeus was one step ahead because he's one smart cookie sometimes
1: y- yeah <laughs> um
0: he had Tai Chi tai- Tai Chi Protected. She was pampered and protected more than anyone. And so, when Hera said this, all legitimate children have to leave, Zeus was like, okay, well, I'm going to take all the ambrosia and the nectar. And ambrosia and nectar, if you don't know, is, um... It's the food and drink of the gods. It's what gives them their godly powers. Only gods can eat and drink it. Um...
1: Gods and demigods, right? Or demigods can gods?
0: have small little bits, according to Rick Riordan. Okay. But I don't know how it actually pertains to actual mythology and stuff. I guess we'll have to find out through our research. Yep. Um, So he planned a plan of trickery, which is exactly how I wrote it down.
1: Planned a plant of trickery? Or planned a plan of trickery?
0: Planned a plan of trickery. All right. He made sure that everyone knew that the ambrosia and the nectar was now only going to be available from the first fruit of every tree, and you could only eat that fruit before the sun's first rays hit it. Well, everyone was panicking because ambrosia and nectar is what keeps the gods young, alive, powerful, and so now they're like, well, crap, I'm not fast enough to go get fruit from these trees Before the light hits it. Right. Taiji was.
1: Right, because she was faster than any god. Because she was faster than any god,
0: human, or creature, and she knew all of the trees by heart.
1: Hmm.
0: So, she brought them to Olympic and was. Olympus. Olympus. And was praised. And this continued for a long time. You know, she was allowed to stay on Olympus because she was giving them their powers. One morning. She didn't show up. She had been trapped by a fisherman.
1: Oof.
0: Yes. And, you know, the gods were freaking out because they're like, oh my gosh, how are we going to survive without our ambrosia and our nectar? We need some some tachi. Woo! Ow! I just ran over my foot when I did
1: that. (laughs) (laughs) Nice.
0: (laughs) Um... So she was caught by a fisherman on accident. He didn't do it on purpose. He just accidentally mm. reeled her in. Although, I don't know how.
1: I don't know how. I don't know. I'm not questioning the Greeks. Was she going to talk to daddy's Poseidon? Her Poseidon's...
0: Her, her Poseidon's not daddy. Chimony <laughs> <laughs> <G-mini> Christmas. <laughs> um, so the gods said that they would give him whatever he wanted in return for Tai Chi. Damn. Damn. And so people soon realized, if we kidnap Taiji, the gods will give us whatever we want. Huh. So she kept getting trapped, and that's how the people were getting their good fortune. Okay. And this scared the bejeebus out of Taiji. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I can see why.
0: So she asked if other gods would teach her more skills, that way she could elude captor, or elude... Is that what I'm looking for? Is that the word that I'm looking for?
1: Elude capture? Yeah. Captor is yeah, that's what the I was, person who captures That's what. Person. That's what I was thinking. There we go.
0: So Artemis taught her how to hide and never be found. Aphrodite taught her disguise. It, I I don't know if it was exactly disguise, but it explained something about the hair and brushing it to the front instead of the back. And I almost feel like, and if you're on the video, you'll be able to see this, Like it would be like a beard situation. And that's what made me think disguise
1: yeah. Um, it's like when from, uh, Thor from Ragnarok But when I do this, you can't see You don't know who I am. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, Heaven, who we haven't talked about yet, and is apparently a god. I'm not quite sure. This was just in the story. Heaven taught her... Did you just hear Athena cry? Yeah. Our cats are crying. Heaven taught her elusivity. Ares taught her strategy of war. And Dionysus taught her how to use... Wine and the growth of wine to intoxicate people to get away.
1: Of course, Dionysus would.
0: I mean, that's kind of his whole shtick.
1: Yeah, yeah, true.
0: <laughs> so, with this knowledge, Tai Chi became like incredibly, um, what's the word? Paranoid? Well, duh. And she vowed to never walk the same step twice. So, she would never take the same path to avoid seeing any patterns in her behavior
1: weird okay
0: and it became like her obsession she became like obsessed with never taking the same step twice it was hmm. really really weird um and that's the story of tai chi there was no ending to that story um i don't know why not
1: that's a little terrifying
0: but yeah pretty interesting i mean and that's that's tai chi in a nutshell there's not a ton about her in Greek mythology. I'm sure that we'll be able to find more in her, from her Roman counterpart. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I'm going to turn the time over to you. I don't know what you're doing first.
1: All right. So, first off, I'm going to be talking about Ares, the god of war. So, oh, God, this little screen. I'm going to... Nice. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so there's not a huge, crazy amount of stuff on Ares. Like he wasn't really known. It's it's weird. So okay, let me yeah, just. I
0: feel like a lot of people know the name Ares, but I don't really see him a lot in stories. That I no, uh,
1: actually, in most stories, he's uh, ridiculed and humiliated. Hmm. There's not a lot of, like, praise and glory he's for him. It's
0: portrayed as it so angry all the time. Oh,
1: yeah. Uh, so Ares, uh, he is the god of war, one of the twelve Olympian gods, and the son of Zeus and Hera.
0: Hey, so he's a legitimate child! He is a legitimate Yay! child.
1: Yay! Uh, in literature, Ares... I think Ares... that's the
0: first legitimate child that we've had.
1: Yeah, that's the first legitimate child that we've talked about, yes. Me too. Chloe.
0: <laughs> Our dog's laying on the couch behind us. She just us. <laughs> <laughs> She's done with her show, right.
1: Uh In literature, Ares represents the violent and physical untamed aspect of war, uh, which is in contrast to Athena, who represents military strategy and generalship as the no! goddess of intelligence. Which, playing into your story, the intelligence, the, mm-hmm. in, the hair in the front instead of hair in the back. Uh, no, although- that was
0: Aphrodite that did the hair in the front. Oh, right? Aphrodite did that? Athena did... Page flip. Talk her to hide.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, so intelligence. Illusivity. Yeah, okay. Uh, although Ares embodies the physical aggression necessary for success in war, the Greeks were ambivalent toward him because he was a dangerous, overwhelming force that was insatiable in battle. <laughs> I'm gonna buy a desk mat. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, a lot of the gods were, well, I mean, terrified of him just because you know he's scary. <laughs> That's as easy as I can put it. He's a scary dude. Like he's a you piss, you, you piss him off, he's gonna... Ugh. Sorry, Ares. Uh, he is well known as the lover of Aphrodite, who was married to Hephaestus, which I'm going to be talking about today as well. Uh, and though Ares plays a limited role in literature, when he does appear in myths, it is typically facing humiliation. For example... One famous story of Ares and Aphrodite exposes them to ridicule by the gods... Wow, I can't speak today. ...when her husband Hephaestus trapped them both naked in a bed using a clever device he had made. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you know, know that hilarious.
1: story? Uh, I hilarious. I read into it. Uh-huh. It, it was...
0: I wish you would have written that story down because it's freaking funny. It's
1: hilarious.
0: Um, did you write down any stories about Ares? Or just facts?
1: There's not much. I mean... <laughs> I, I didn't want to go in and humiliate him more, you know. Oh, okay. You know, uh-huh. I, that I just sounds like an excuse. I don't want to get s- s- smote? Smitten? Sm- I don't know. Smited? Ares, please don't smite me. Uh, some facts about Ares. Uh, it's actually a lot of facts. Uh, Ares was most notably referred to as the god of war, of course. Um, he was the oh, son of Zeus oh, and Hera, oh, both of, oh, both of whom hated him. So, Zeus and Hera actually hated Zeus, according to uh, Homer in the Iliad. Uh Ares was most often characterized as a coward in spite of his connection to war. He responded to even the slightest injury with outrage.
0: So, basically, if Ares was a human, he'd be a serial killer.
1: Yeah. He would literally be... Like,
0: a Richard Ramirez-type serial killer. Richard Ramirez, I'm sorry, I've been doing a lot of research on him lately. He, like, would run if anyone, like, fought back. Yeah, would, like run
1: like a little bitch. Oh yeah. That'd be Ares. Uh, according to some sources, Ares was described as Aphrodite's lover and was held in contempt by her husband Hephaestus. Uh, the affair between them was not a secret amongst the Olympians. So every every god knew that uh, Ares and Aphrodite were Woo! they they were boning. Uh, Ares was never. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Ares was never very popular, either, with men or the other immortals. As a result, his worship in Greece was not substantial or widespread.
0: Which is so weird, because he's, like, everyone knows. Ares, God of War. Ares, God of War. I mean, there's even video games called God of War. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just, it's so weird to me that he was just so unknown. Mm -hmm. Like, I was even able to find stories on Tai Chi, who I had never even heard of until, like, a week ago.
1: Yeah, no, there's... Yeah, in Greece, he wasn't really big. It's weird. It's crazy. Uh, He came from Thrace, uh, the home of a fierce people in the northeast of Greece.
0: Weird. I don't think we've ever heard that place before.
1: Thrace. I know, it's funky. Uh, His bird was the vulture.
0: (coughs) What the heck?
1: Ticks are coming in clutch today. Uh, The Amazons, warrior women, were his daughters. Their mother was a peace-loving nymph named Harmony.
0: Weird.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That makes sense. It makes total sense. It makes perfect sense.
1: This but is me. blowing your mind, isn't it? It is blowing my mind. <laughs> uh, Otis and Ephialtes, twin giants, imprisoned Ares for a lunar year by binding him with chains of brass. He was eventually rescued by Hermes.
0: Good guy, Hermes.
1: Good guy, Hermes. Yeah, but then again, he did fly too close to the sun.
0: No, that wasn't Hermes. I know,
1: I'm just playing. Uh, what? I'm getting my mythologies mixed up. Leave me alone. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ares always took the side of Aphrodite in the Trojan War. Uh, he fought for Hector, a Trojan, until a Greek warrior pierced him with a spear that was guided by Athena. He then departed the battlefield in order to complain to Zeus about Athena's violence.
0: He's a little bitch.
1: He is literally a little bitch. Uh, Harmonia, the goddess of harmony, believe that or not, uh, was the daughter of Ares and Aphrodite. So, technically a legitimate goddess.
0: No, because Ares is not Aphrodite's husband.
1: Well, no, okay.
0: She would be considered a legitimate.
1: But she's still... a. A god, yeah. Okay. No,
0: no, She was, she's uh, illegitimate.
1: Okay. Uh, Eros, more commonly known as Cupid... That's the was, Roman name. Yes. ...was also the child of Ares and Aphrodite. Uh, Tyrius I don't know how to say that name, a son of Ares, was known to have inherited his father's abhorrent qualities. So anger, uh, maliciousness. Uh, Ares was the biological father of at least three of Heracles' enemies. Uh, kickness or sickness, Ly- Lycaon, and Diomedes. I
0: think it's Lycan.
1: Lycan? Well, it would make sense. I, be- I, what, he I is, believe uh, it's a wolf. He's a wolf. I believe right? it's a wolf. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ares had a sister named Eris, who was the goddess of discord. Not the discord <laughs> call app. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Hebe, another sister of his, was the goddess of youth. So he had a lot of sisters. Uh, Ares rarely figures into mythology stories, but when he does, he usually suffers some form of humiliation. That's so funny to me. I know. Uh, he just gets made fun of all the time. Uh, Ares was associated with two other war deities, Enyalus and Enyo. Enyo! Enyo! Uh, Ares had many offspring, which is characteristic of nearly all the notable Greek gods. He conceived more mortal children than divine children. Weird. Yeah. So, he slept with a lot of mortals, and his, ah! his children... trap.
0: Oh, crap. Sorry, Chloe.
1: His children sucked. Uh, in art, Ares is generally depicted wearing a spear and a helmet. He's always depicted as wearing a spear and helmet.
0: I don't think I've ever seen anything where he's not.
1: Nope. I've always, always seen him as an angry dude holding a spear and wearing a helmet. Uh, Ares' symbols are the spear, helmet, dog chariot, boar, vulture, and the flaming torch. Flap! You're lucky my arm was there. She almost just flopped her head right into the desk. It's Technically,
0: lit. I said flap. Flap. So. Flap. Alright, um, on that note, why don't we take a break?
1: Yes, please.
0: Yeah, let's take a break. It's really hot in here. It,
1: yeah, it's gotten a little hotter in here <laughs> since we started recording. So and we now
0: off. have the blackout heater, so it's just... It's, just, it's hot. Yes, it is. Alright, so right. um, we'll be right back. We're gonna go get some water. Yes. I quit caffeine, so I don't get energy drinks this week.
1: Yeah, except I'm drinking G-Fuel, so I'm I'm content.
0: That wasn't even paid promotion. That was just free promotion. That was free
1: promotion. Think. G <laughs> Gfuel.com. I hope I get sponsored. Alright.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um, We'll see you guys after the break, and remember that we have a special announcement at the end of our episode. Yes, ma'am. We'll see you soon. Another breakdown
1: that was very loud.
0: You know what, Tony? I'm really excited to finish this recording, me too, because we're gonna go see my parents. Afterwards. Yes, I'm doing my little dance dance. We now have all three animals in this tiny room. You have two cats and a dog. I'm sure you'll see them at some point. Um, she went into the closet, she's hiding in the closet. <laughs> um. So if you hear any noises in the background, it's probably them and yes. our video people. You'll probably see them hop up on this uh, cat tree soon. Anyway, I'm gonna be talking about Apollo now. Okay. Um, we talked about his twin Artemis last time. We talked about the Greeks. We right. went into the whole story with the story with Orion and their birth on the island, and she had to help give birth to her yeah. brother Apollo. Right. He was like weirdly popular. <laughs> So, Apollo is the god of the sun, light, music, and prophecy. And his minor traits were poetry, art, oracles, archery, plague, medicine, light, and knowledge. So, we had a lot of stuff going for him. Right. Um, He is the son of Zeus and Leto, as I already said. Because he went the whole Artemis story. Um, He is often portrayed as being beardless, athletic, and youthful. Which was like the ideal back in Greek times. It was called being a kuros.
1: Achiros.
0: C O U R O S. All right. Um, and that was basically the ideal for men back then: was beardless, young, and handsome. All right. He was just ripped.
1: Cool. Um, I'm not. <laughs> that's okay. I don't want you to be. Okay.
0: <laughs> um, he was a patron of Delphi, or Delphi. Is it Delphi or Delphi? Delphi. Um, Delphi. He predicts prophecy through the Pythia or the Oracle. So that's, like, his whole thing, and that's actually the story that I'm going to be telling later is... <laughs> we can get the dog or a high bone. There's the cat. Oh, there's a the cat!
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: sorry. Um, the story that I'm going to be telling later is the story of how the Oracle came to be and stuff. Okay. So, yeah. Um, his knowledge of medicine and healing are also seen in his son Asclepius, who is the god of medicine and healing. So they're often depicted as working side by side. Huh. But Apollo can also bring upon plagues and death to the world. Right. Because (laughs) I regret my decision.
1: Also, we totally didn't turn on the heater again, so this is probably going to sound like shit.
0: You know what? I'll turn on the heater right now. Watch. I'm (laughs) going
1: to... We have to have ambient noise in the background or else it won't sound good. Probably sounds a lot better for our video people without the heater. But Um. you know what? I don't care. Sorry, YouTube.
0: We are way off topic today. We have lots of energy today. Yeah. This is weird.
1: Maybe because I'm excited to be out of the house finally.
0: I know. I'm so excited.
1: Okay. Continue. Okay.
0: So, he is the patron defender of herds and flocks. I don't know why my brain was like...
1: Did you almost say herds? Oh, oh, my God. I thought you almost said No, plenies. like, herds,
0: because I work in a kitchen, mm. I read it as herds and not herds, and ah. it my brain had to reboot. <laughs> uh,
1: that, yeah. Wow.
0: <laughs> um. See, the patron defender of herds... Herds and flocks. he's also the leader of the nine muses, who we will talk about in a later episode, but they are basically all of the forms of art and stuff. So art, poetry, music, all of that, those are all muses, and he is the leader of the muses.
1: Huh. So a lot of the gods and goddesses were really big into the arts then.
0: Oh, yeah. Greeks and the arts, it was huge. We're going to be spending a whole episode talking about just the art of the Greeks. All right. Yes. Um, woo, uh, speaking of Hermes, Hermes created the lyre for Apollo, and, what?
1: Let's just keep going. Okay. Um. <laughs> She's fine.
0: And I think it was actually created at his birth, and Apollo caught Hermes doing something, and he was like, well, here, have this lyre instead. And Apollo was like, cool. Um, people would write special hymns for Apollo, and these were called pions. pains, pines. pines. Pines? Something. I'm assuming it's supposed to be what poem would be like, oh, that will, the word that would eventually become poem. Which is why I'm thinking that it's two syllables. Why are you petting the cat instead of paying attention to me? I'm paying
1: attention to you.
0: Okay. I'm going to take center stage.
1: Bye, Tony. <laughs> oh, no. Bye, okay. Tony. <laughs> Bye, Tony. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, i pet kitty.
0: So the dolphin, swan, and the wolf were his animals, and the laurel was his treat. The laurel wreath that they would find at the Olympics? Yeah. yeah that was laurel uh, Apollo's treat. I am struggling today.
1: It's okay. We we're all on the struggle bus today.
0: Tony's letting all the animals out. He can't handle this anymore.
1: I can't deal with it. If the dog opens up the back door, I don't care. I so, can
0: stay in here. A later story, um, that I'm sure that we'll talk about when we talk about all of Apollo's lovers. Um, Apollo was bisexual.
1: So we're like half the Greeks.
0: No, I know, but like <laughs> most of them they don't like talk about the stories behind it. But like one of Apollo's most popular stories is the story of his relationship with hyacinth. Hy- Hyas- Hyacinthus. God damn
1: it. Hyacinthus.
0: Yeah, you know the flower the hyacinth? Yeah. That was named for him. Apollo created the hyacinth from the blood of his lover because he was accidentally killed in a discus throwing competition. All right. Cuz Apollo Threw the discus farther than this other dude who wanted height, hy- whatever, and um, the Apollo one, and the other dude got mad and chucked a discus at hy- Hyacinthus. Damn. So, yeah. Um, he had other male lovers as well, but that's the biggest one. Um, his other symbols include the lyre, the Python, the Raven, bows, and arrows. He's big into archery, just like Artemis is. Right. Um, and yeah, those are the facts I have about him. So I'm going to read the story of the python and the Pythia as soon as my laptop will load. Okay. You ready for this? I'm ready. The python of Delphi was a creature with the body of a snake. I'm reading this directly off of Greek god... Greek dash dot...
1: Greek dash gods dot info.
0: Thank you! Um... So the python of Delphi was a creature with the body of a snake. The python used to dwell on Mount Parnassus in central Greece. Where? Greece. Greece. I have a list, but okay.
1: okay. Okay.
0: Wherever the python went, it diffused a different obnoxious... It diffused an obnoxious smell and spread mischief and death. This creature sounds atrocious. Python was once sent out by Hera. That makes sense the wife of Zeus, in order to chase the pregnant Leto, a lover of Zeus, so that she couldn't settle anywhere to give birth. Mm -hmm. Zeus felt sorrow for Leto and transformed her into a quail in order to give birth to their twin children, Apollo and Artemis. Right. Kind of talked about that. Although I didn't know that he transformed her into a quail. That was new. So, by the time Apollo was four days old, not four years, four days old, he was, like, super powerful and strong already. Hmm. A silver bow and arrow... A silver bow and golden... Why can I not talk today? A
1: silver bow with golden arrows. (laughs)
0: Was given to him by the blacksmith Hephaestus, who's Tony going to talk... I can't talk today!
1: Who Tony's going to talk about. Yes! Um, I'll be the translator for today.
0: Yes, thank you. (laughs) So this weapon... Um, made Apollo decide, I'm gonna go kill this snake that tried to kill my mom. So Apollo went to the creature's cave to seek the python. And after the creature faced Apollo, it started boiling with rage and at Apollo to devour him. But Apollo was faster and managed to throw an arrow to Python, piercing him right on it forehead. Python cried out of terror and its scream could be heard all over the canyons of Mount Parnassus. It struggled hard to survive, but in the end, it surrendered to death. The death of the python filled Apollo with joy, so he happily took his lyre and started playing a song of victory, giving joy to the people around the world. Hmm. And this was the moment in which Apollo became the god of music.
1: Dang. Because okay.
0: remember how I said the lyre was given to him at birth? Yeah. I mean, four days old, he's already a master of an instrument.
1: And already killed something at the age of four. Standards for our young men. Yes. If my child by the age of four, no, by the age of four days, four days exactly, does do, not
0: defeat a python,
1: does not defeat a and
0: has not mastered serpent an, man, and has not mastered an instrument. Give it him back.
1: Oh yeah, he's he's being yeeted.
0: Okay, so right after he finished this song, Apollo took the creature and buried it under the slopes of Mount Parnassus, where the creature was killed or died. Right on its surface, he built the Oracle of Delphi. The most famous oracle of ancient Greece. Right. So, Apollo had to defeat the python in order to build the oracle, which would become the biggest oracle, the most well-known oracle. However, Apollo had committed a crime, and according to the laws of Olympus, he needed to be purified. Therefore, Zeus ordered from Apollo to institute the Pythian Games at Delphi so that athletic and music, musical competitions could be hosted. Apollo followed the order and he even took part in the games himself. From then on, the Pythian Games were held every four years in Apollo's honor. So, basically the Pythian the Pythian Games were a precursor to the Olympian Games. Huh. So, the Olympics.
1: Okay. So,
0: like I said, Apollo's Pretty big news in the world of
1: Greek mythology. Right.
0: I didn't even look up how he was worshipped. Like,
1: Wait, scroll back up. Earn Roblox with Microsoft (laughs) or Robux.
0: There was an ad. Um, I think that was it. I think that was it. Damn. I didn't look up how he was worshipped. Why did I not do that? We did so good about that the last episode. We didn't do that at all this episode. Eh. Well, anyway, Apollo was really cool, and we had a cat named Apollo for a really long time, so that name holds a special place in my heart. Yep. He's been gone for a year.
1: And that little thing back there, as you can see, she's just chilling, looking at us.
0: That's Athena. That's Athena. And then <laughs> the other orange cat that'll probably show up at some point, his name is Perseus. Mm-hmm. We like Greek mythology in this house. A
1: little bit. Whoops.
0: All right, Tony, I'm going to pass the time on to you. Okay. Tell me all about Festus.
1: So, Hephaestus.
0: Who's, whose name I thought was pronounced Hephaestus.
1: Hephaestus.
0: Until, like, a year ago.
1: Uh, okay, so... I'm, I'm gonna curse really quick. Ah! Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh,
0: oh, no. Look at
1: the... Look I know. At it, it, the, it got oh loud. It's God. okay. It's okay.
0: I'm sorry,
1: guys. Uh, so, do you know how much of a pain in the ass it is to write Hephaestus over and over and over <laughs> again
0: you should have just written like hello dog you should have just written a uh, like a shortened version like i'm, I'm he-
1: gonna i'm gonna no cuz then that's like hepatitis
0: only if you go there
1: i'm gonna rename Hephaestus the greek god hepatitis i love you it's going to happen okay uh so Hephaestus was the god ah! of the- i'm sorry yeah, our video can people can see the anguish and despair in my eyes. <laughs> uh, Hephaestus was the god of fire, metalworking, stonemasonry, forges, and the art of sculpture. Lit. So, like I said... Arts. More arts. Arts.
0: And the school systems want to take it out of our schools.
1: Yeah, that's... yeah.
0: The arts have always been so important. I'm sorry, I'm not going to get off on this tangent, but yeah. I could rant for a whole, like... It would, it would be It would be a three-hour-long
1: podcast if you did that, so let's not. Uh, he was the son of Zeus and Hera, technically, and married to Aphrodite by Zeus to prevent a war of the gods fighting for her hand. He was also ugly as hell.
0: Dude, why are you going to be so mean to the gods? Okay. Call it Ares a coward. Call it Hephaestus ugly. You're going to get Smote?
1: A smote. Okay, so there is a legitimate reason why I said he was ugly, and that is because he actually was. Uh, in one of the, our previous episodes, we talked about Zeus literally yeeting Hephaestus. I
0: thought Hera yeeted him off the...
1: Well, there's different stories. There's Zeus eating, ah! and then Hera yeeting him off of Mount Olympus because he was ugly. Yeah. Uh, and lame. And lame. He was but like, in a walking way. Yes. That uh, was
0: actually pretty cool.
1: Yeah, he walked with a cane. Uh, he was a smithing god, making all the weapons for Olympus and acting as a blacksmith for the god. Okay, mm-hmm. but that sounds badass, though.
0: No, I know. That fascist is so cool, which is yeah. why I'm so, like, ugh, I know that he, like, had a disability, but he was so cool.
1: Oh, yeah, he was. It's a symbol for
0: today. Like, yeah. I know that I have ticks, but I'm also a badass mind cook, and my, my, my boys and girls in the kitchen can represent me.
1: Okay. Uh, He actually had his own palace on Mount Olympus where he had many clever, he had, he had made many clever inventions and automatons of metal to work for him. So he's like the Tony Stark of that era.
0: Tony Stark was disabled too because he had the heart
1: thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Damn. All right. Uh, Hephaestus's ugly appearance was the reason Zeus chose him to marry Aphrodite. But despite this, she had many affairs with both gods and men. Uh, but not women. Not women. Uh, just like in the Ares story, Hephaestus creates a trap for Aphrodite, his wife, and Ares to be trapped in a bed naked and to be ridiculed by the Olympians.
0: Because Hephaestus was a bad bitch. Yeah,
1: Hephaestus, Hephaestus was no. Never mind. Uh, He is similar to Athena in his giving skill and help to mortals. In his case, it was artists. It was believed that Hephaestus taught men the arts alongside Athena. However, he was also considered far inferior to that of the goddess of wisdom. Uh, Here's the facts about Hephaestus. Uh, Hephaestus was known as the god of fire, like I said before. In some accounts, he was said to be the son of Zeus and Hera. In others, he was the son of Hera alone, conceived in order to get back at Zeus for bringing forth Athena. Which, when...
0: So he was a revenge baby?
1: He was a revenge baby. And
0: they still threw him off the
1: mountain? Yes. Yes. Dude, I, I, got I got some words. I got some words for Hera and Zeus. Of the I've
0: got some words for Hera and Zeus.
1: Uh, Hephaestus was the only ugly god among perfectly beautiful immortals. I bet
0: he wasn't ugly.
1: Hephaestus was was born deformed and was cast out of heaven by one or both of his parents when they noticed his imperfections. Uh, he was the workman of the immortal immortals. Uh, he made their dwellings, weapons, and furniture. So he wasn't just a uh, weapons uh, and arms dealer. Hmm. Uh, in his workshop, Hephaestus had assistants who were made out of gold and who helped him with his work. His forge or workshop was located under a volcano, and the work he did within it caused frequent eruptions.
0: Fun fact. We're going to go back to the Prince Jackson books for a second. Okay. Do you know where Hephaestus' forge is? No. It's underneath Mount St. Helens. Really? Yes. Um, we're from Washington, so Mount St. Helens. Is, and we're right next to Mount St. Helens, so it's a pretty big deal to us. Oh, yeah. So that that's why I, that's why I wanted to let you know, because I thought it was pretty cool.
1: Huh. Okay, that's actually kind of cool.
0: Caitlin, correct me if I'm wrong.
1: Uh, in most accounts, Aphrodite is named as his wife, although she was unfaithful to him with Ares, of course. Uh, theirs was an arranged marriage. Hephaestus was a patron of the arts. Kind of like our Patreon. They will explain later.
0: Tell me you just spoiled the whole thing!
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Hephaestus, uh, he was a kind and peace-loving god. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. I want him to be my friend.
1: (laughs) Uh, In art, Hephaestus is usually depicted as bending over an anvil or walking with the assistance of a cane. Uh, He was worshipped primarily in Athens, where he had a temple.
0: How big was Athens?
1: Athens was pretty big. Uh, Hephaestus manufactured the aegis or shield that Athena is known for carrying. Do
0: you know what's on the aegis? Uh, no. Medusa's head.
1: Oh, that makes sense. That does make sense. Cause wasn't it Athena who got pissed off and? It-
0: Athena was the one that cursed Medusa. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, that makes com- complete sense. Um, the arrows of Eros. <laughs> uh, Cupid were fashioned by Hephaestus as well. (laughs) I'm sorry. Eros? Eros? I'm I'm sorry. Uh, Hephaestus was the god of the ceremony when children were officially admitted to the city organization. So that I didn't do a lot of research on, but the city organization sounds like it could be some sort of cult thing.
0: Let me. Where's my pen? Your pan? My pan. Yeah,
1: so So we're going to write. It's called. City. Organization.
0: Organization.
1: So that really intrigues me. Greeks? Oh. Yeah. Because, like, why why were children admitted to this organization? Ah! Me too. Um, according to a story told by both Homer and Hesiod, Hephaestus married Aglaea, one of the Three Graces.
0: That's a really pretty name. It is. I really like it. Did you
1: also know that Hephaestus was brother to the Three Graces? That's where my incest comes in. (laughs) Uh, Hephaestus was known for making a gold basket that Europa, the daughter of the king of Sidon, used to gather flowers when she happened upon Zeus in the meadow. Hmm. Uh, Which is a story we'll get into later when uh, we talk about Zeus. Uh, Hephaestus crafted the armor that Achilles wore in the Trojan War the same arms despite their connection to divinity that brought about the death to Ajax
0: bom, bom, bom,
1: bom. wow <laughs> uh, Aphrodite gave Harmonia an extraordinary necklace made by Hephaestus the piece of jewelry brought, jewelry brought disaster to the later generations hmm hmm So, basically, don't accept gifts from gods, kids. Uh, Erichthonius was the son of Hephaestus. He was half-man, half-serpent. And his symbols are the hammer, anvil, tongs, and or quail. Weird, mm-hmm.
0: you know. He seems like a cool dude. Out of all of the gods we've talked about so far, I want him and Apollo to be my friends. Oh
1: yeah, him and Apollo seem like dope people to hang out with. They
0: feel like I feel like they would just be like my older brothers
1: that you've never had. Yeah,
0: that I've never had because I'm the oldest.
1: Thousands of years old older brothers.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Well, do you have any stories about a Hephaestus?
1: I do not. Okay. Because there's not really a lot out there. I mean, Hephaestus, yeah, made traps and stuff.
0: For I'm sure stories. that he will play lots of minor roles in all the stories that we have to tell. Oh, yeah, probably. And um, just a reminder that we're not going to be doing this forever. We're not going to be just focusing on just one god. We eventually will be telling stories. We just want to give you guys a really good background mm-hmm. um, to be able to refer back to, Um, you know, Hephaestus. Who was that guy? Oh, yeah, he was the guy with the forges and the weapon making. Yeah. And he was disabled. Yep. So, yeah. Um.
1: That's Tony,
0: do you want to share a fake news? About, about me, it. too.
1: Uh, I'm going to share it. Okay. Because I'm excited. So, like I said earlier, Hephaestus was the patron of arts, and we have a Patreon. We
0: do have a Patreon! We do have a Patreon. I just went live earlier this week.
1: Yes, so we already have one. Thank you. Big shout out to Jenny.
0: Go Jenny!
1: Yeah, go Jenny! Go Um, Jenny. I'm so happy. we have four different tiers. Uh, Actually, let me pull it up on my phone really quick while I'm talking about this. But we have four different tiers that we're going to be going through, basically. How many cups in a liter? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, So, like I said, we have... Oh, God. Now I can't find it.
0: I'm a bird.
1: We have four different things on our Patreon. Do you want me to get it? No, I'm going to find it. Because this is now going to bother me if I don't get this. There we go. So, four membership levels. We just have your traditional $3 fan. Uh, That is for general support for us. That way we can go through and start updating more things. Like, right now we're recording on a laptop and a Blue Yeti microphone. In the future, of course, I do want us to have a couple of microphones, uh, an actual yeah, and desk this is, with desktop This abilities. is just the
0: tier to show your support. You know, we understand that not everyone's made of money. We certainly are not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so if you just want to show your support. And I think that there's an option on there to just do a one, one-time one donation as yep. well.
1: Uh, you can have it recurring or you can have a one-time payment. So if you really liked a certain episode and you're like, mm, I don't really want... Full benefits, but hey, I like these guys. Here's three dollars that would be incredible. Yeah. Uh, we also have a five dollar uh, membership level that, of course, is shout out on the air, like Jenny, uh, and bonus episodes so episodes that we uh, just kind of mess around, have some fun.
0: Yeah, we just recorded our first bonus episode yesterday. Yes. I teased that earlier. That should be out soon. We haven't uh, decided exactly when we're going to post it, but we're going to post it super soon. And it's going to be a pronunciation guide to you. And you can see how badly we screwed up the names for our first five episodes, I believe it is.
1: Uh, All of
0: the creation stories. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. Um Our next one is a $10 membership level. That one is bonus episodes, a shout out on the shout out on the air and behind the scenes content.
0: Which we have already started putting together as well. Yep, we've like got a some blooper stuff reel. Blooper reel setting up, because um, we set up video for the first time today. Mm-hmm. We recorded a little bit trying to get, you know, that figured out. I have stuff recorded from when we're researching and talking about things. Yeah. Like Yeah, we've got lots of behind the scenes content waiting to be released. Yes.
1: Uh, and then the crazy one, the $20 one, uh, is bonus episodes, of course, uh, shout out on the air, behind the scenes content, and early access. Yes. So if we start getting people, uh, History Maniacs is what we named it as, uh, if we start getting people on that Patreon, uh, then. We'll start recording earlier in the week, probably on Thursday versus our traditional Sunday-Monday recording. We'll get you
0: episodes faster, and Mm -hmm. I think eventually we're also... um, Right now, we have a special episode offer, so until... What is it?
1: 14 days.
0: Within the next 14 days, if you subscribe to us, you get to pick the topic for an episode, and if it's plausible and we can work around it, we can record with you. Yep. Um... And so we're super interested in that. That's for anyone, for any donation, for any of the next 14 days. Um, and then after the 14 days, that I think that will be become part of either our 10 or $20 tier. Yeah. Uh,
1: um, probably I think, a 10 Yeah. 10, 10 and 20
0: yeah it'll be on both because yeah. anything that you get on the lower ones you get on the higher ones of course so yeah um but right now let's open for anyone so Jenny if you're hearing this we haven't reached out to you yet but we're here for you give us a topic
1: I'll message you on patreon like, <laughs> in the next in the next day or two
0: um where else can you find us Tony
1: so we have three different places you can find us on we have Facebook uh, mythology breakdown the podcast which is a discussion group where you can come in, uh, kind of chat with us, have some fun. Uh, we try we to post put special memes.
0: announcements in there as well. Yeah.
1: And, of course, memes. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one is our TikTok. We I have TikTok. Uh, Mythology Breakdown Pod, I think is what it is. Yes,
0: yeah, it's at Mythology Breakdown Pod. Mm-hmm. And there I post updates behind the scenes. I post some more details. um We're trying, eventually, if we get enough followers, I'm going to start going live, and I have lots of books to read from. Um, I have the Iliad that I would love to read to you guys. I just bought the book of Brothers Grimm Fairy Tales that we're going to start doing mini-sodes on here soon, but I'm going to start reading those aloud. Like We have lots of stuff coming. We're just trying to build up that content right now. Oh, yeah. And last, we have an Instagram now.
1: Yes, so our Instagram is, of course, Mythology Breakdown Pod. Or is it Podcast?
0: Um. Mythology Breakdown Pod. Okay,
1: so it is still Mythology Breakdown Pod. Uh, that is.
0: They will, will be posting, because I feel like in episodes we've been like, and this is what this looks like. And, you know, we're going to start trying to do that on YouTube. Yeah. But. Um, Instagram will be a place where we try and put all of that stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, and lastly, um, as we mentioned at the top of the episode, we are going to be posting on the YouTube channel, um, a video version of these episodes. Yes. So you get to see our beautiful faces and all my beautiful tics. And, um, you can find this on YouTube at Mythology Breakdown. If you're listening to this on YouTube, you can also find an audio-only version on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And we ask that you guys please just rate and review us when you can. We have three five-star reviews right now. And I even asked my mom, and she said that it wasn't her. So I just <laughs> want to say that I'm so, so happy. I'm so, I'm just so blessed. We're just so blessed to be able to do this. Um, I also want to do make us. also want to do make. I also want to make a special, special shout-out to a follower that I have on TikTok. Her name is Green Witch Tarot. I believe it's Greenwich Period Tarot. And um she has just been so supportive. Or they, um or he, I'm sure. I'm sorry, I'm not sure of your pronouns. Um but they have been super, super supportive and I just wanted to give them a special little shout out because it makes me happy every time I see their username pop up in our notifications. Um, I think that's all we got for today. Yes ma'am. Um, don't forget to send us emails at Mythology Breakdown Podcast.
1: Uh, I believe it's just Mythology Breakdown Pod. As mythology well.
0: Breakdown Pod at gmail.com. One day we'll get all of our crap together. Today is not that day.
1: We almost had it all together. We
0: almost had it all together. Damn. <laughs> um. So until next week, where we're going to be talking about some more Norse gods, I believe.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. we can definitely delve into uh, the Norse mythology a little
0: yeah. bit more um i think we're going to be delving into some norse mythology jenny we'll have your episode up soon we'll contact you um and yeah look out for some mini shows coming hopefully soon as we start looking into the brothers Grimm fairy tales and other um stories that are told to children and how they have changed over time um until next time i've been Cece,
1: and i've been tony
0: have a good night